Welcome to Tucumcari First Assembly's podcast. Now open your hearts to be changed by the Word of God. Hey guys, welcome to Kids Blitz Part 2. The second Sunday in a row, yes. we're doing Kids Blitz here at First Assembly. In Part 1, we talked about the story of Zacchaeus. That's right. Now, the story of Zacchaeus doesn't get a whole lot of verses in the Bible, but we are learning a lot of lessons from Zacchaeus. So the story we covered last week, it's recorded in Luke 19, but here's kind of the recap. So Zacchaeus, uh, we know that he was short. He was a wee little man. He was a wee little man. Wee little man was he. (laughs) We know that he was short. We know that he was wealthy, and we know that he was a tax collector. Whoa. Yeah, which wouldn't have been necessarily a highly desired job. He probably had a lot of enemies. (laughs) We also learn that as Zacchaeus comes through town one day, he sees a big crowd. And in the crowd, he's curious what's going on. Since he's short, he can't really see. He climbs up in a tree to see what he could see. (laughs) And across the way, Jesus approaches him. Jesus calls him by name and says, hey man, I'm coming to your house today. So we learn a little later on that Zacchaeus is so changed by his encounter with Jesus that his lifestyle changes. We, we learn that he uh, commits to give away half of all of his wealth. We learn that he commits to repay four times what he had stolen from from anyone through his job. So we we learned that story last week. And today what we're going to look at is some pieces of the story that we didn't quite get to last week. Maybe people have never heard about this stuff. Well, the first one we're going to talk about is Zacchaeus' name. His name, Zacchaeus, the most interesting thing about it is not how you spell it, which I, I don't know. I spell it wrong every time. Yeah. What's what, what's interesting about the name Zacchaeus is what it means. His name means pure and innocent. Whoa. It's kind of opposite of who he is. Yes. But I, I've probably heard this story a hundred times, but I've never actually known that his name meant pure and innocent. It's yeah. probably because he wasn't living very pure or very innocent. This guy was a scoundrel. In fact, the, the Bible refers to him as a notorious sinner. Okay. So well, he was, he was doing some stuff, right? He was cheating people out of money. He was taking from people that they didn't really owe that much. And he would pocket the excess. He was doing all this stuff. And we know Zacchaeus was a thief, Because at the end of his story, just like you talked about, the Bible says that he repaid all that he had stolen. It's crazy. Four times. Four times (laughs) as much as he had stolen. So he he commits to, recommits everything or, or gives back everything that he's stolen. And it's probably the most public sin that he created that he that he had but it's probably not the only sin that he took that he did right and here's the here's the deal guys sometimes we start out one way but we end up because of the choices or the pain or the struggle Mm -hmm. of our life we become known as something different something that we would rather not be defined by 
but we become known as that. Yeah. It's kind of it's like wearing a label, right? People mm-hmm. go through life with a label. Maybe you're the funniest kid in your house or, or in your class at school. Maybe you're the funniest kid and, and make, you make jokes. When everyone else would get in trouble, maybe you don't get in trouble because you're the funny kid. Or maybe you're the, you're the smart kid, right? Who everybody just expects you to, to, to do really well. Maybe you're the hardest worker, right? You, and so because of that, you feel the pressure to always get good grades or do beyond what everyone else is doing, outperform other people at work. All these things, we just typically have those labels that we're striving for. Yeah. And you know, anytime that we believe lies and labels um, above what God says about us, it really distracts us from God's purpose. And so one of the ways that we can really stay on track and not get distracted by those lies and labels is to spend time with Jesus. Mm. Now, this sounds really simple. Face to face. And it is simple. It is simple. But if we work in spending time with Jesus just on a regular basis, if daily we're devoting some of our time to him, not only so we can um, talk to him and maybe share prayer needs with him or something, but when we wait and listen to hear what he says about us, when we read the word of God, which is instructions for us, and we can learn so much from, sure. when we spend that kind of time with Jesus, it helps us to kind of fend off believing the lies and labels that sometimes others can put on us or sometimes we can just pick up. That's right. So I thought it was really interesting in the story that when Zacchaeus was up in that tree, do you know what Jesus called him? What did he say? He didn't call him thief. He didn't call him sinner. He didn't. He didn't short call him. Guy. He didn't call him short guy. He didn't call him hey dude. He called him Zacchaeus. Now that seems like well, obviously that was his name, but that's the same as him calling him pure and innocent. He called out his potential. He wasn't pointing that's out good. his past. Yeah. He wasn't, um, you know, degrading him, but instead he was with hope, seeing what potential God had put in there since he was created. And so he called him pure and innocent. He called him Zacchaeus when he said, hey, come down from there. I'm going to your house today. Amazing. You know what happened next? You know what happened next? Jesus said, I'm going to go to your house and I'm guessing that Zach was really surprised yeah. by that declaration, by that. He's yeah. like, I'm coming with you. Let's go hang out. Let's let's go to your house, right? That had to catch him off guard. And, and let me tell you what we haven't done in our house for a little while, and that is that last moment, oh, yeah. spur of the moment. You get the phone call, somebody's dropping by. So you go into that speed cleaning mode yeah. where you're throwing stuff <laughs> under the couch and you're chunking everything into the closets. Yeah. We haven't done that in a while because no. it just haven't been and a whole lot of people <laughs> stopping by. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. But Zacchaeus didn't have time for that. Yeah. Jesus was already with him. Yeah. And Jesus said, come down out of the tree. I'm going to your house right now. How many of yeah. you, how many of you, how many of you, your, your wives out there would be freaking out right there? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. No question. <laughs> right. So let's, let's, let's look at some response. Okay. Some of the people's response that was in the crowd. They said, it says in the Bible, many in the crowd complained. They just started complaining. Look at this, they said, of all the people to have dinner with, and he chooses to go eat with this crook, right? Unbelievable, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. So, you know, it sounds like to me they might have been kind of jealous. You think? Like, wait a minute. Why are they going to his house to eat? What? Why didn't they come to my house? So they might have been kind of jealous. But one thing that I've noticed is like people, including myself, we never run out of complaints. Mm. Like it doesn't matter how good things are or how hard things are. That's right. Like we always have our list of complaints. Yep. And you know, the Lord has really kind of been convicting me lately that listen, everyone has complaints. Yes. Everyone has opinions. Why don't you keep yours to yourself? This is for me. If, if <laughs> it hits home, you can take it. But, Thanks for everybody. <laughs> but the Lord has really been impressing on me that everyone has complaints. Instead, let's be different. And let's look for the potential in people. And let's look for the potential in situations, just like the Lord did when he encountered Zacchaeus this, this day. Let's not look at the past. Let's look at their potential. Absolutely. Here's the thing. We don't really know if Zacchaeus heard the people's complaints or if, or if he didn't. Yeah. We, I, I typically tend to think that he heard the complaints. I don't think he was deaf yeah. to their complaints. I don't think he was deaf to their complaints about him long before this moment when Jesus <laughs> comes passing by. But, yeah. but let's be like that. Let's not pay attention to the loud voices around us that are complaining or whatever they're doing that are stirring up stuff. Let's, 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 let's not let words speak louder than what God is saying about our purpose and our potential because what God says, how yeah. he created us, what he created us for, that should outshine everything else. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, this time that Jesus... Um, kind of impromptu decides to go to Zacchaeus's house. It's not the first time that Jesus did something like this. As a matter of fact, Jesus, it's recorded 16 times in the Bible awesome. that Jesus um, crashes the party. He crashed parties. Yes, uh, my would, kind of guy. He would get together um, with groups of people, often in homes. Um, and it's recorded that Jesus did that. And many times it wasn't with the kind of people that we would expect Jesus to hang out with. Yeah. Oftentimes it was with people like Zacchaeus who really didn't know much about the Lord, who didn't have a relationship with him. Yeah. But what we can learn from this is Jesus loves people Absolutely. and he loves all kinds of people. Everybody. And Jesus chases down people. Yes. Jesus so badly wants a relationship with you and with me and with you. He so badly wants a relationship with us that he will just go to extreme limits. Yep. And you know, um, one of the things that's actually why Jesus even died for us mm -hmm. because when, when we sin, two things actually happen. The first thing that happens is it separates us from God. That's right. But the other thing that happens is every sin uh, deserves a penalty. Mm -hmm. And the Bible tells us that it doesn't matter how large or small that sin is, that the penalty every single time is death. Something has to die. And so Jesus, mm -hmm. he volunteered in partnership with his father, God, to do that for us, to die in our place, to take our punishment. You know, this kind of reminds me of a story growing up. Um, I was really good friends with um, my cousin Tiffany. I'm going <laughs> to ask her to watch this week, see if she remembers this story. Hi, Tiff. But um, so Tiffany and I spent a lot of time together. Um, and one time we were at her house, okay, and we were 
we were playing. This is this is the dichotomy of my childhood. <laughs> we we were carrying purses and riding three wheelers. There okay? you go. And so perfect combination. And so the purse I was carrying, which probably was loaded down with like um, uh, lipstick or or lip gloss and all kinds of things like that. The purse I was carrying. I like to put it on my finger and kind of whirl it around and get the long strap going. Well, it had already landed on the house once. <laughs> and in cooperation with her dad, somehow we got that down off the roof. Well, guys, it ended up on the roof a second time. And this time it was 100% my fault. Hmm. Now, guys, I was scared it? to death. <laughs> uh, I'm not proud to say, <laughs> no, I did not own it. But let me tell you what a good friend and what an amazing cousin my cousin Tiffany was. She's like, we knew we had to tell her dad. We had to get the purse down. Yep. And so she said, look, I'll take the blame. And I'm like, what? Because guys, he was so upset the first time. I think we had interrupted him from something um, important that he needed to be doing. Surely but he, not. <laughs> he, was, he was a little upset with us the first time, but he had warned us not to do it again. And I did it again. And I just knew that he was going to be so mad. So Tiffany, before she even knew the extent to what the punishment was going to be, she stepped in and, uh -oh. said, and said, look, I'll take the blame. So she did. And guys, I mean, I think the punishment was like the dad look. Okay. It's not like. Sometimes that's <laughs> enough. right? It's not like it was anything, you know, horrible. Um, but still just the fact that she stepped in my place, I deserved it. She didn't know what the punishment was going to be. She didn't know how bad it was going to be, but she stepped in and took the punishment. And so for me, that's like a small, um, a small little example of what Jesus did for us. Yeah. He stepped in and he said, hey, I didn't do anything wrong to deserve it, but yeah. because of my love for you and because I want to restore relationship with you, I will take the punishment mm -hmm. for you. And so um, just that's a little image that I have when, when I think about what the, what, what, Christ's gift is to us. Sure, the Bible says it this way. It says that Jesus came to seek and to save those who were lost. And yeah. the, real, the reality is we're all lost. Yeah. Right? So he's come to save us, to seek us out. He was walking down the road. I, I was telling Gail before, I said, you know, I, I don't know that Jesus would have taken the same path to go by that tree if Zacchaeus wouldn't have run through the crowd and climbed the tree. Yeah. I, think there's a, I think there's a desire. The Bible also says, it says to draw near to God and he'll draw near to us. So there's, a, there's, a, there's, there's responsibility on our end. Yeah. And he's looking for that for us. He wants to come close to us. It says that he came to seek and to save those who are lost. Some of us have lost our identity and, yeah. and, and because of the lies and the labels that mm -hmm. people around us, like the crowd, yeah. put on us. And here's, here's the thing. God wants to reassure us of who he has for us to be, of who he created mm -hmm. us to be, and who he has for us to live out. That identity that we find in Christ. Also, some of us have lost our way. We've lost our way through through. Things that we know that are right and wrong. We've chosen the wrong path. We're choosing wrong. God wants to redirect us. Sometimes we lost our joy because of certain circumstances. Yeah. They just swoop in and rob the joy from your life, right? Jesus wants to replace that sadness with hope. 
yeah. right? With, with excitement, with joy again. Also, sometimes we lose our confidence. I know I've lost my confidence mm-hmm. a lot of times, yeah. right? And because of different things, failure, or again, the crowd, the pressure, those things. And God wants to breathe boldness into our, our spirit once again and allow us to live out that life. Listen, if you fall into any of these categories, we want to pray for you yeah. because God has greater things for you than maybe what you're living out in the moment right now. Yeah, yeah, that's good. All right, so right where you are, let us pray for you. Father God, We, our prayer, our heart is, Lord God, yes. that today... Right where people are watching from, maybe they're in their living rooms or maybe they're uh, gathered together as a family somewhere else. Our heart is, Lord, that they would just open their heart to you, to you, that, Lord, we wouldn't try to fix it on our own. We wouldn't believe the lies and labels, but instead, Lord, we would turn to you and let you be our redeemer and our rescuer. Lord God, we pray and ask that you impact lives right where they are. Restore joy in Jesus' name. Father God, we ask that you would just restore hope into situations that seem so hopeless. We know, God, that you can do all things. And so we put our trust in you, in Jesus' name. Well, guys, we're so glad that you have joined us today for Church Online. And before we say goodbye, we just want to encourage you with this one last scripture that Derek referenced earlier. It's James 4, 8. The Bible tells us that if we draw near to God, he is faithful to draw near to us. And so we just encourage you, take that step toward the Lord. He is faithful to respond every time because he loves you. Thank you for listening with us today. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash or join us for service Sundays at 9 or 11 a.m.